Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John along with Dorinda Wilson and you have found the Busy Mom Podcast. Welcome. I hope that wherever you are today that your laundry is done and your dishes are clean. (laughs) At least in your dreams. That's right. (laughs) Maybe you've got something going in your crock pot. Right now's a good time, right? The podcast airs in the morning. Mm -hmm. Now's a good time to put something in your crock pot. That's right. Uh, We're a huge fan of crock pots here at the Busy Mom. (laughs) (laughs) because I don't know how people survive without them. (laughs) Uh, We are going to continue today our discussion about child training and about uh, really discipline and loving your kids from toddlerhood and and infancy all the way up through adulthood. Mm -hmm. And before we get started, I want to just say that this podcast is sponsored. Uh, Our sponsored this time is Zondervan, and I have been reading with my kids a book, a new book by Lee Strobel called The Case for Grace for Kids. Case for Grace for Kids is basically a book about love and forgiveness. It's it's based on his book about forgiveness that's been adopted for kids. And it's wonderful. I have been reading uh, this book with my kids now for about a couple of weeks and just trying to read um, every other day or so a chapter in the book. And basically what Lee is doing is he is talking to kids about what grace really means and lets them know how grace impacts our life. And he's doing it by telling stories that really, I mean, a couple of them, Mm -hmm. I read to Dorinda's Mm -hmm. kids the other day, Mm -hmm. a couple of them made me kind of choke up. I was like, I don't know if I can cry in front of Dorinda's kids, but if it was just my kids, I'd probably be doing the ugly cry. Uh, But it's a fantastic way for you to explain to your kids what grace means and then for them to see that basically it's it's been given to us by God. It's not something right. that we can earn. Mm-hmm. It's not something we deserve. Um, but God extends it to us freely. And he tells some wonderful stories. And I think really uh, kids are driven by stories. Mm-hmm. Jesus told stories. Mm-hmm. So if you have not checked that book out or not even heard of it before, head on over to Zondervan.com and search for Case for Grace for Kids. That's by Lee Strobel, Zondervan.com. All right, so Dorinda, we are going to pick up this discussion about child training. And it's occurred to us, and we've seen it over our 24 years of parenting, that uh, training gets kind of a bad rap. It does. It does. And I'm not really sure why. I think it's one of those things like people assume that it means you're talking about an animal or they Mm -hmm. think it's disrespectful. But really, the Bible talks about training children all the time. Train up a child in the way he should go. Mm -hmm. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. What what does training mean to you? Well, I just looked it up, actually, because I thought "Hmm, I need to (laughs) look at the definition here. It's very interesting. It says the action of teaching a person a particular skill or type of behavior. Um, The other Definitions are practice, preparation, um, Mm. it all falls under guidance and schooling and education. All of those are considered training. So we wouldn't deprive our kids of an education, right? No, certainly. So this is just training in another area. Yep. Um, the other thing is we don't hesitate to call it training when someone's training for an event. Yes. Um, a sports well, yeah, event. We're training our kids for life. We're training them for adulthood. <laughs> we are training them for event. The mm-hmm. big event. The big event. It's called moving out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the big event. Uh, that is Proverbs 22, 6. For those of you who wondered where that verse came from, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And really, without discipline, your kids can't mature. Like they're meant to mature. No. And the Bible has a lot to say mm-hmm. about reaping mm-hmm. uh, what you sow. Right. And every day as parents, we are we are sowing into the lives of our kids. Absolutely. And as parents, we reap what we sow. Right. 
And our kids will also reap what they sow. Right. And it's a long-term investment. Mm -hmm. Often when we're sowing that, you know, we're training our kids and we're sowing those seeds of training them well, we don't see the results right away. Mm -hmm. And it can be tempting to give up and think it's not working. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, it is a training process and it takes many, many years. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that, you know, we thought, oh goodness, they're teenagers now and there's some things we still feel like they're maybe not getting 100%. (laughs) I'm really glad I got got four more years to figure this out. (laughs) Right, right. And then they leave home and all of a sudden they own their own life and all the things you taught them. Them, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they start living those out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know. Hopefully. But yeah, I think I think what I would encourage moms to do is just keep your hand to the plow. You know, yeah. if you feel like this is, you know, whatever you're training them in, you want to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we talked about chores, yep. that kind of thing. Don't mm-hmm. give up mm-hmm. because really, it will come back. They mm-hmm. they will, and they'll thank you eventually. They, will. they Probably, really will. Maybe not right away. <laughs> right. Maybe not now. Maybe. <laughs> Not 10 years from now, right. but eventually, eventually. They, they do come back and thank you. There's an interesting verse in Proverbs uh, in chapter 19, verse 18. It says, discipline your son, for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to his death. Mm. Those are some hard words. Hard. And really, what we're, what we're reading is that when we don't uh, encourage our, ch- our children to walk in righteousness when we don't show them, hey, you reap what you sow, mm-hmm. and he- you're going to reap what you sow here in our home first, right. but eventually right. you're going to reap what you sow out in the world. Mm-hmm. We're really, the Bible says, becoming a party to their death, right? Uh, and whether that means a physical death or a spiritual death, mm-hmm. or even just the death of a dream that they would have had, which right. if they would have been taught to persevere right. and not to give up, right. maybe they wouldn't have given up on that dream. And I think mm-hmm. so often we, we don't uh, necessarily plant with the harvest in mind. And really mm-hmm. that's what we want to talk about right. today is is planting with the harvest in mind, mm-hmm. is teaching your children, you reap what you sow, and we begin that process very, very early. My friend, uh, Dr. James Dobson, had said to me many years ago that he has he instructs parents that from the time their children are very, very little to start sowing into their lives. We mm-hmm. start teaching them our values from the time they're very, very young because it's a whole lot harder isn't it? It is. To train your children when they hit their teen years. Mm-hmm. But if you've been doing it when they're younger, right. because you're thinking, boy, I got I to gotta plant with a harvest in mind. Right. Uh, then when they get to be teenagers, you're still going to face struggles. Right. But hopefully they're not the life altering, mm-hmm. you know, trajectory changing decisions right. that sometimes accompany Right. The teenage years. And that's where establishing your authority as a parent early on, mm-hmm. where the kids are encouraged to respect mm-hmm. you as parents yep. and, um, and yep. obey, yep. you know, and, and it can sound, I, sometimes that can come across sounding very, you know, rules oriented, but we do have to have boundaries. Absolutely. Well, and I think it's the culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, the culture has said, you know, question authority. I mean, that's the right. big thing, right? Question authority. Parents should, you know, be soft-handed with their children. And I'm not talking about hitting them. I'm just right. saying soft-handed like, you know, oh, well, that's all right. You mm-hmm. know, and we sort of let things go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think the culture has swung far and wide mm-hmm. away from some of the more traditional values that we were raised with, right. that are certainly our grandparents were raised right. with, right. and that strong work ethic. 
You right. know, so many of the kids that I knew, uh, they grew up on the on the farms mm-hmm. in Washington State. They were uh, grew up in agricultural communities, and if you go to those same communities now, there ain't no agriculture there. Right, it's all done by uh, machine. Right, and I was talking to one of the dads about this interesting phenomenon at a convention that I was speaking at recently, and he said, "Wow, they have seen a huge change in uh, what these kids." Are, are not capable of, but expected. Right. What is right. expected of right. them at a certain age. And I right. thought, you know, that has a lot to do with raising the bar. It does. You know? It does. Your kids are going to either step over the bar. Yeah. Or they're going to jump over it or they're going to limbo under <laughs> it, you know? Exactly. And if you think back to the, to the you know, the prairie days or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and I realize that, you know, these people died young and they yep. worked very, very worked hard. hard. Mm-hmm. But the fact that these young people at 15, 16, 17, sometimes the dad would pass away and these young men would take over the farm Mm -hmm. and they would run the whole farm. Mm -hmm. So the ability is there, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe Mm -hmm. that's not quite the extent of the responsibility we want to dump on our kids' shoulders. But Mm -hmm. the point is that I think they're capable of so much more than we give them credit for. Yeah. And so definitely. And capable of understanding. Absolutely. So much more than we give them credit for. I think this culture has really dumbed down our kids. We've dumbed them. um, We're dumbing the parents down. Right. You know, and we expect our expectation has gone from a certain level way down right. to to supposedly well, take the pressure off yes but the bottom line is then all of a sudden we undermine our kids' mm-hmm. confidence we're undermining the parents mm-hmm. confidence because they're capable of so much more and what's funny is we're trying to do the opposite right you know we're trying to not undermine their confidence right. and i think in in so doing and doing it the way that we've been doing it right which is well we'll just let it slide a little bit you right. know we'll, we'll cushion cushion this for you right. and cushion that for you uh, we've ended up hurting ourselves, mm-hmm. and we certainly see that in the culture at large, mm-hmm. that's for sure. We've been talking a lot about boundaries and setting boundaries with our kids. This goes right along with uh, reaping what you sow. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I have always had this sort of understanding with our kids that before we enforce a, a rule or an expectation, we always set the boundary for them. Mm-hmm. We will always say, this is what we expect from right. you. So it's clear. So it's clear so that we're not making irrational decisions or we're not coming up to our children and, and you know, spewing out rules that they had, you know, no idea right. were coming. <laughs> and you know what I mean? You oh, like yeah. you, and I've done it before. Yeah, I mean, me I've too. said to myself, I, you know, I've, I've snapped <laughs> right in the moment, but they do so much better when we line out ahead of them this is the expectation. Right. And we're planting with the harvest in mind. We're going to help you learn that when you do good work, it's rewarded. Mm-hmm. And when you do poor work, it's not rewarded. Right. You know, there's right. a there is a reward that comes from walking faithfully. I love the verse in scripture that says, He who has been faithful with little, who who can be trusted mm-hmm. with little, mm-hmm. can be trusted with much. Right. And it's along those same lines, especially I know you have uh more boys than I do. You have right. five, boys, five boys, and I have five girls. <laughs> so we've got this. You've got this um, opposite boy to girl ratio thing. But that's been important for you. It has in your home as you're you're raising up, uh, you know, breadwinners. Right, right, and that's that can be a little nerve wracking sometimes because I, you know, as a mom, I want to make sure that I'm instilling a good work ethic in them, mm-hmm. and I'm I sometimes am. I fall short of what we were talking about earlier, just just expecting them to do as much as they're capable of. Mm-hmm. And my husband's really good at, you know, no, they can do that. They can mm-hmm. handle this. Mm-hmm. And so um, 
that's one thing that I've had to had to learn is that they actually can handle more than mm-hmm. I think they can mm-hmm. and just encourage them. And, you know, when they when they get in there and do a job and get a job done well, and I just, you know, and I just tell them, wow, that is amazing. I couldn't have done that, yeah, you know, that's right. because they're, they're stronger than I am now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. teenage boys and mm-hmm. and they love to hear that and they just grin from ear to ear and it just, mm-hmm. you know, their confidence is, mm-hmm. you know, high because they realize they can do this. And that then, you believe in them, that yep. you've seen them. And then the next time something difficult comes around, they're right. going to remember that. They are. You know, they I are. put my whole heart into this. Mm-hmm. I know our son, uh, our son just started working for our daughter's in-laws and they're doing a house remodel. And mm-hmm. it's been really, really fun for me mm-hmm. to see him come home after a hard day of work. Right. I mean, all sweaty and covered with grime. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, man, I learned how to, you know, I learned how to run plumbing today. Exactly. You know, I learned how to do this. And they they like that. They do. And when we built our house five years ago, um, our oldest son was 14 at the time. And he he did a lot on the house. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. He, he, he looks back on that with just fond Such memories. formative yeah. years, Yeah, and he too. just said, those are, some of, those are some of the best times of my life because he learned so much and he just felt like a man. Yeah. And so that was really fun to see that. Yeah, it's so important. And I think the same, the same obviously is true for girls. And I, right. I was thinking, you know, I talked about boys being breadwinners, but clearly in the culture we live oh, in, goodness. women are breadwinners now too. Yeah. And I certainly work from mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so just teaching our kids the value of hard work and listen, if you, um, I'm telling parents all the time, if you uh, sow wind, you're going to reap a storm. Right. And if right. you make wrong decisions in your life, sometimes the hardest thing to do as a mom is to let my kids suffer the consequences exactly. of their choices. Exactly. You know? And part of the sewing, we're talking about training, mm-hmm. um, teaching our kids to listen to instructions and yes. to follow through. That, yep. That's all, those are all things that are huge on, in the job yes. place. And yep. um, I think that we need to kind of just, like we talked about earlier, just keep that big picture in mind. You know, mm-hmm. what do we want them to know? What mm-hmm. do we want them to walk away from our home with? Mm-hmm. That would be the most valuable thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and we've obviously talked a lot about work ethic, but just respecting whoever's in charge yep. because they're more than likely always going to have a boss. Yep. Again, yeah. biblical principles. Right. Those are our principles from, from God's Word. Right. Exactly. And I think important for you as parents when you're uh, training and teaching and loving on your kids and setting examples for them, we always want to go back to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. That is the the plumb line for us as parents. That is how we navigate the culture. I saw uh, Billy Graham's son, Franklin, talk about this the other day, and I was so um, thrilled to hear him say to an entire uh, college crowd, listen, uh, you navigate your way through the culture with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And God's Word has a lot to say about reaping what you sow. That's right. And we want to sow wisely. As parents, we want to sow wisely into the lives of our kids. We want to be loving them. They're Like you said, they're going to leave our home and they're going to take their memories of us with them. You <laughs> know, right. And uh, that can be daunting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to leave you today with just this verse. And I hope that if you got a pencil, you'll write this down. Uh, the Bible says in Luke 6, 40, that when a child is fully trained, he'll be like his teacher. And for parents, I think that that's basically telling mm-hmm. us we're going to reap what we sow we in the lives of it. our kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So model it for your kids. Show them what love looks like. Show them what training looks like, what grace looks like, what forgiveness looks like. And then open your hands and your heart to the Lord and trust that He will finish in your children the work that He started in them through you. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.